This is Planted, the podcast serving you plant-based lifestyle and wellness tips with a little bit of laughter and fun stories along the way. I'm your host, AP, founder and lead blogger at plantbasedslay.com. I'm so excited to welcome you to another episode of Planted, so let's get into it. Hello, welcome back to Planted. I'm Mama Paige. And of course, we can't do this show without the founder, AP. So AP, how's it going today? It's going well. It's going well. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that we're going to do the show that we're going to do today because we talk about the plant-based lifestyle, Mm -hmm. um, but we've talked more about wellness than we have how we eat or how we get started on our plant-based journey or making the decisions to eat the way that we do. So um, let's get started in that conversation. Of course, I started before you. Yeah, way before. (laughs) Oh, my journey started back in 2006. When did you start? 2018. 2018. How could we forget? (laughs) It was because of a bet from you, but we'll get to that later. (laughs) We'll get to that later. Yeah, so... um, My journey really, yeah, I would say if I look back at at high school, I think maybe there might have been some indications that I might end up going this way sometime. So back in high school, um, you know, my mom and I, we would go to the farmer's market. And when we go to the farmer's market, we would always get fresh vegetables Mm -hmm. and there'd be some meals every now and then that would just be all vegetables. So it it was just really cool. Fast forward to graduate school. Um, My last year of residency in graduate school, I was between apartments. So, you know, a semester had ended. I was moving out of one apartment. Um, But my new apartment wasn't going to be ready until the fall semester. So the summer, I had to stay somewhere. So I decided to house sit for someone. But there were three other people who were living in the house. And everybody else in the house was vegetarian. Oh, wow. So since everybody else in the house was vegetarian, then I was going to be vegetarian. <laughs> that's just how it was going to work. But it was no it was no big deal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's just the way that it was. Now, fast forward to 2006 and the church I was attending for that month of January was doing a Daniel fast. Mm-hmm. And a Daniel fast is based on biblical scriptures about um, the, the, the Hebrew boys that, you know, chose to eat fruits and vegetables rather than eating the fancy food of the king because they trusted more in God than in the fancy vegetables. So that's, mm-hmm. what, that's what we did. But during that month, you know, there's a way to be vegan and then there's a right way to be vegan. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so if you take literally, oh, just eat fruits and vegetables, you know, for 40 days or 13 days or 21 days, you're going to be missing some vitamin. And if you're not choosing the right fruits and vegetables, you could be missing some proteins and some important um, minerals. And so, of course, I'm going to do the research because Mm -hmm. just because you tell me just eat fruits and vegetables, all good with just eating fruits and vegetables. But I did some research. So made sure that I had some um, beans in there, some soybeans, um, just to, 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 
make sure I was getting the nutrients that I was supposed to get and I wasn't going to be doing harm for myself by doing practicing the spiritual discipline of the fast. When the fast was over, I decided that I was um, going to give up red meat, but I was still eating fish and chicken. Mm -hmm. Now that was in January. Now we're going to fast forward to probably around October. And I had taught a, a class because that's when I was still teaching the classroom. And I had taught a class on like sustainability mm -hmm. and how, and I was trying to make the point that the United States really doesn't produce enough food. Well, it produces enough food to sustain itself. However, we import a lot of yeah. animal products. Uh -huh. And in importing a lot of animal products, we're actually doing harm in other countries because they're raising animal products as cash to, to create, create cash and destroying a whole lot of land. And while in the United States, you sometimes hear people saying, oh, they need to just take care of themselves. Why are they having so many kids? X, Y, Z, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, well, actually, <laughs> if we would stop buying so much meat um, and if everybody ate plant-based, we, you know, the land would be treated better, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now we're getting close. Now we're approaching Thanksgiving. So that's, you know, lingering in my head for that September class or October class. We're approaching Thanksgiving and I am starting to experience hot flashes and night sweats that are, yeah. I mean, the bed would be soaked. I <laughs> right? remember your hot flashes and you used to like put your hand on the, like the vents in the car and put it on cold. And I was like, it's freezing outside. What are you doing? And you would like drive with your hands on the vents and stuff. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, they were getting, they were getting awful. Right. And uh -huh. And because I'm not white, you couldn't see me turning red. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was just, it was getting really, it was getting problematic. And I knew because of my health history, you know, there's a, a history of breast cancer mm -hmm. in our family. And I did not want to do hair, hair hormone replacement therapy. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm talking with my doctor, but okay, so what, what can I do? Because I just didn't want to trust some ad or some, you know, in yeah. the back of some kind of shady magazine or something. <laughs> Take this. And I was right. like, okay, let me, let me do this. And my doctor told me, he says, you know, the native Japanese women do not experience night sweats and hot flashes like U.S. women do during um, menopause. And they think it's something to do with the diet. So why don't you try putting some more, um, you know, soy in your diet or those isoflavins back in your diet? Mm -hmm. and, I, and I thought, huh, I'll, okay, I'll give it 30 days and see if that really makes a difference. And I really wasn't thinking that it was going to make much of a difference. Yeah. But so this was, I said, I would do 30 days. And I started thinking, hey, when I did that Daniel fast back in January, I had soy in my diet, right? Because mm -hmm. I was trying to make sure I had complete proteins and good source of proteins and everything. Well, of course, it was going to go over Thanksgiving because, again, it's October. Yeah. <laughs> so it's 30 days. Mm -hmm. um, granny thought I was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> laugh because <laughs> there are all these memes about like people going into their families and telling them that they're vegetarian. I'm always like, I never experienced that. But then I remember like you did with granny thinking that you were going to die. I did. Yeah. Because you know, you think of the because you remember how because you know, granny's house was 
where the you know family dinner yeah. was for Thanksgiving. And if you think mm -hmm. of soul food, that was it. African American soul food, yeah, celebratory dinner. That's what it was. There wasn't a right. green vegetable. There was some like yeah. sage. <laughs> they were dead because all the color had been cooked out of the greens. Right. The I don't even know green out. beans were really there. There were no. greens, but I don't think. There no, was. we had green beans, but they Can had hemlock in them. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I, I mean, but. Yeah, they weren't crisp. <laughs> oh no, no, there I no we salads. Had greens, though. There were no salads unless I no, brought it. We did have a salad because you Potato brought it, salad. but it was yeah. the seven layer salad with the ranch. Yeah, if the I cheese. brought it, but that was after. But that was after, and the first time I had brought a salad, uh -huh. it was like, "What is this?" <laughs> well, you used to make the seven seven layer salad, and that was considered the salad, but it had ranch and cheese and egg and oh, bacon. Yeah. In it. Yeah. So I'm like, it's a cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> but everybody bun. loved it. Oh, everybody loved yeah. it. Everybody loved it. So <laughs> so what I did, and your dad, you know, honestly was just a little nervous, right? Because yeah. this was, hey, wait, she's not, are you, are you, because your dad is just concerned, wanting to make sure that I'm healthy, you know, mm -hmm. are, are you sure you're getting everything? So I had a phone app at the time that would track the macronutrients and the micronutrients. And so, you know, how much carbohydrates, fiber, protein, and everything else. So, and I was keeping track so I could show people, look, I have more protein. <laughs> I'm getting more protein than the recommended daily allowance. And yeah. I was like, how much protein have you had? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, so that's, that's what start. And then, oh, I should finish that story. After 30 days, no more hot flashes, mm -hmm. no more night sweats. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that was um, worth not eating meat for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can, then I continued, right? Um, because it, you, it, someone could say, well, okay, if you're not having it anymore, then you can go back to eating meat, right? But for me, it became tied to two other things. One, it became tied to hospitality. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm a diversity professional. That's my work. And diversity is all about making room at the table for other people. Yeah. And it's been my experience that when I am vegan that, or eating vegan, that if someone isn't intentional about having something at the table that I can eat, mm -hmm. then they are really not thinking about me being present and not valuing me. Yeah. And so for me, um, maintaining a vegan diet is a, is a daily reminder to always be intentional mm -hmm. about how you're inviting people into your spaces and how you're welcoming them. Yeah. Because I can tell the difference between someone who really wants me there and values me there mm -hmm. and someone who's not being all that considerate. Right. Because, yeah. um, I don't know if I told you this, someone that, you know, and I won't, I won't say their name had a birthday and they, they, they knew, I mean, they knew cause they had been knowing and had been making jokes that, you know, every time come to our house, be careful because that might not really be chicken. Right. Yeah. Cause all fake food <laughs> and stuff as what they call it, fake food, but intentionally invited me and your dad over for their birthday party. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, intentionally, not like, Oh, you know, Daryl, come on over. And then I just assumed I could come 
go to, yeah. but no, you know, Michelle, you know, and Daryl coming over. And I, dad had to do something the last minute. I think it was a car auction or something. So mm -hmm. I went because, yeah, our friends too. There was nothing vegan there. This yeah. was a brunch. Even the fruit had ham wrapped around it. Yeah, I remember. I think you called. I don't know if I was still at home at the time. No, you, you called me. I might have called you because yeah. I was. You I was a bit ticked. Yeah. I was and a I was bit like, ticked. What? You don't even eat meat. What did you even eat? <laughs> and there, I mean, and I could, and it wasn't like I could eat. Well, okay, I'll just be vegetarian and yeah. I'll eat a donut. There were no donuts. Yeah, I think and the, and the waffle like had chicken on it. Yeah. So to me, that just <laughs> that to me says you. You know, and to even joke, right? When I'm standing in the line asking, well, what's yeah. in this? What what's in this? Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, we we knew you we knew you didn't eat meat, but since it's our party, you know, we and we like meat, so we just had meat. And I'm thinking what I wanted to say, well, why the heck did you invite me? Yeah. Or or why didn't you just tell me, hey, we really want you here because to be other part of the celebration, but, but bring heads your up, own food. Bring your own food. Yeah. I mean, not even, not even a fruit cup. Yeah. I think that's a common misconception though with like when you have, and we talked about having an episode about what your vegetarian or plant-based or vegan friends want you to know. Mm -hmm. And one of the things is that we are fine with bringing our own food. Oh, I would rather bring my own food than yeah. either not have food or have something nasty. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I'm fine with bringing my own food or I'm fine with just, you know, stopping at Kroger or whatever grocery store and picking up, like you said, like a fruit tray or something. Yeah. But like I can eat and everybody else can enjoy. Yes, but I'm happy. A heads up. That would be my <laughs> present, right? Let yeah. me bring a fruit tray. Let yeah. me, let me, let me bring something, a breakfast casserole that's vegan. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you'll want to eat it. Right. <laughs> yeah. But so, so one is hospitality. It's a tangible reminder. And I have these reminders all the time and someplace yeah. going some places and and to be fair just so the listeners say well that's well what did you expect going over someone's house well one in that case they intentionally invited me right mm -hmm. so th that's that's the thing and they knew me well enough because if I am going to someone's house that doesn't know me well I always tell them I'm vegan and mm -hmm. I always tell them I'm more than happy to bring something yeah. or send them a recipe I, I have no problem I'm not trying to make individual people um cater to me yeah but in this case this was someone that knows me mm -hmm. however restaurants are a different different category for me or caterers mm -hmm. i insist that um restaurants <laughs> if yeah. you're in the business of serving food you should have something there that i can eat right and i'm paying you for food and i'm paying you <laughs> Um, and what I what have what I have found out, and that's one of the silver linings to being um, vegan or plant based, is you know going to some restaurants. What I have learned to do is to look over the menu. If something doesn't stand out, if there's not a vegan section or a veggie section, mm -hmm. I've learned to look over the menu and look at the different things. Because first of all, I ask, you know, do you make your food fresh or is it already prepared and you're just heating it up? Before? Mm -hmm. Well, of course it's fresh. Okay, well, if it's fresh, right. then you can create something for me and you can create something with the uh, pasta from this. 
mm-hmm. or the rice from this, the beans from this, <laughs> yeah. the tomato sauce from this, you could, or, or not even a tomato sauce. You have olive oil. Okay. Just toss these veggies that you say are fresh in yeah. some olive oil when you cook it. And, mm-hmm. you know, and they're, and 99 times out of a hundred, they'll do that. And mm-hmm. it's and the server will usually say something, wow, that looks really good. We should have this on the menu. And then I say, yeah, you should have something <laughs> like this on the menu, right? So yeah. even if a restaurant doesn't have that kind of section, most places, if they're making fresh food, their meals fresh, you can they can create and most most chefs, cooks are excited about having to cook something. But if you're going to be an mm-hmm. asshole about it, then check your food twice. Right. You yeah. <laughs> ask, ask nicely. Right. Um, and usually people are really accommodating. Yeah. The other reason that I continue this journey. So one is hospitality. Um, another reason is to demonstrate to African-Americans that you can eat really good food, mm-hmm. that vegan food isn't just alfalfa sprouts and cabbage not cooked (laughs) it's not rabbit food there there's so much more to vegan food and so much flavor it's to demonstrate that to african-americans because the traditional african-american diet is killing us right Mm -hmm. obesity hypertension all of that is epidemic and through COVID, we've seen um, African-Americans, Latinx people being hit harder mm-hmm. in terms of death and severity because of the high um, obesity rates, because of the high hypertension, diabetes. And most of that can be corrected with food yeah. um, and a vegan diet. So one is to demonstrate that. And I've been winning people over little by little. Oh, it's surely. not like I'm <laughs> trying to go and say, hey, you have to be vegan. Mm-hmm. You're killing yourself. I'm not doing that. I'm just, hey, when we get together, I'm having great vegan food. And it's yeah. like, oh, this is really good. I want to know more about it. Oh, you want to know more about it? Well, let me tell you about X, Y, and Z, right? Yeah. Oh, did you know about this? Did you know about this? Oh, uh, this is really good. Hey, you want to get together and cook sometime? Oh, yeah, that's cool. Okay. <laughs> so I'm winning people over that way. And then the and then the third reason is because, you know, again, I'm a diversity professional. And I like to talk a lot about structural oppression, mm-hmm. not just interpersonal oppression, but systemic problems with systems and institutions and how that is the bigger problem mm-hmm. when we're looking at racism and sexism. Well, if I care, I believe that all forms of oppression are connected mm-hmm. and you can't eradicate racism without so, without also addressing sexism. Yeah. And for me, that also has to do with the oppression of animals as well. Mm-hmm. And so we can't, if we're not treating animals kindly, we're we're not going to treat human beings kindly. Yeah. Um, so all of that is tied together. So in my in my philosophy to do no harm, mm-hmm. um, I want to do no harm to people and I want to do no harm to animals as well. So those yeah. are three reasons why I stay vegan the Mm -hmm. and if i were to add a fourth one it would be because your dad is an amazing vegan cook (laughs) (laughs) and i was laughing when you were talking about when you first started because dad is 
he is the person that will ask you, did you eat? And if you did not eat, he will make you food. And so if he feels like you are not getting the correct sustenance, even if you say, yes, I ate, and this is what I ate. If he feels Mm -hmm. like it's not good enough, he will make you something um, that he feels like you need. And not in a controlling way. It's just, that's his way of showing love. He wants to make sure that's, Mm -hmm. he's a provider. He He's a provider. Sure that everybody is taken care of. Everybody is well fed. Everybody is comfortable. Mm-hmm. Everybody is is satisfied. And so mm-hmm. he would have made you something. Probably he would have made me something. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I had but I had to demonstrate that what I yeah. was eating, I yeah. was getting all the nutrients that I needed. Yeah. Because and even now, like as he's like, because he helps a lot with plant based and slate, and even now, like with his cooking, he makes sure that what we're cooking is like complete and makes sense and it's mm-hmm. good. And he double oh, yeah. checks stuff, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that does taste like this. Well, maybe you should try this, this, and this. Or if you think about this, how about this?" So mm-hmm. he still has that provider spirit, but now he he understands that the plant based diet is a full diet. So I guess I should thank you for that. Cause otherwise I think he would be sending me food. <laughs> well, you know, and he's getting it. And so, and other people benefit from his generosity of cooking. Yes. So, you know, to earlier, well, this, this weekend as you know, that we are recording, I've been preparing foods for the May edition of the, of the blog. And so I had a friend come over to help another new convert. Um, helps like, hey, you want to you want to come help prepare some food? And she took a lot of notes. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of notes. Took a lot of pictures and a lot of notes. But but she, when she came over to um, today, I mean, she was over yesterday. She came over today. Mm-hmm. Um, and your your dad and I yesterday were talking to her. And it's like, oh yeah, you know. Sh- Vegan shrimp and grits. Vegan shrimp and grits. So this morning when she came over, what did dad do? He got up. Shrimp and grits. Made vegan shrimp and grits. <laughs> I made biscuits. <laughs> I, yeah. made the, I made another batch of the strawberry jam. Mm-hmm. I mean, just he made that so we would have enough strength to do all the cooking that we were yeah. trying to do today. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That is my dad. <laughs> Oh, I'm not complaining, not complaining at all. No, no, <laughs> no, that's he will, he will make sure. And he's, I mean, even though he's not plant based, he is definitely an ally. Of oh, definitely. And most food. of the time, but you know, this summer, I shouldn't say this summer, last summer when, you know, the, the I was actually, I should actually say from March middle of March to probably August, he was pretty much a vegan mm-hmm. because, you know, everything was shut down. Uh-huh. His usual routine was, you know, not happening. I was at home. That was different that we were both home all day. Yeah. I was still working from home and he, he needed to do something. Cause he's mm-hmm. he, like you said, he's a provider. He's a caretaker. So he was, his outlet was cooking for me yeah. and in cooking for me one, I was eating way too much because I was eating breakfast, lunch and dinner with him <laughs> cooking. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But he said, okay, it's just going to be easier for him to cook like one kind of food as opposed. So the only thing he was cooking was vegan. Yeah. And it wasn't until around August. He says, wait a minute, I'm not vegan. <laughs> 
I want some bacon. <laughs> You're going to have to go sit out on the deck while I make some bacon. Right. <laughs> I need some meat. I'm going to grill something. I'm not vegan. It's like, I never said you couldn't make anything, but hey, right. I was happy. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, yeah. So that that is pretty much my vegan journey. I would say... You know, one of the things that people ask sometimes is, don't you miss meat? Don't you? And I have never missed meat. Um, I've been vegan since 2006. So it's going on 15 years. Mm -hmm. It sounds like a long time when I say 15 years. It's like, oh, my gosh, really? But, yeah, it's been about 15 years um, doing this. And I there there hasn't been a time where it's like, oh man, if I wasn't vegan, I would I would be eating this. And I can honestly say I have never intentionally eaten any meat since then or any meat. Yeah. Or um the only and the reason I say never intentionally, oh my gosh. <laughs> you never know, first of all. Well, you know, you, you I, I, I don't mind asking questions. I don't yeah. mind because I want to know what's in the food because for yeah. me if I if I eat a meat if I eat meat mm-hmm. or some if I eat meat I I get sick yeah you know it runs through my body and the and the bathroom and I are really good friends for a while right yeah. so so I don't want to do I don't want to I don't want to do that right but you know some some people do not understand that no meat means no meat yeah it's like that means chicken broth that means you can't put the meat in the pot and then take it out later right and so there's (laughs) there's this one time you know you know in my office building there's a little cafeteria Uh you know on the first floor so went down often would go down there to get some soup (laughs) and they had a black bean soup yeah. And, you know, I always said, you know, what's in it? And they would, you know, call back to the kitchen. I don't care. Yeah. Call back to the kitchen. That's fine. Yeah. And so the one guy, you know, was like really cool. He didn't mind. He see, he would see me coming. He said, I'm going to call on the soup now. So I know right. what's in it. <laughs> and so, so one time he wasn't there. Someone else there saw the black bean soup. It's like, hey, you know, is is it first I ask, is it is it vegetarian? Right. Mm-hmm. And they say, yeah, that's it's vegetarian. It's like, OK, is it vegan? Yes, it's it's black bean soup. It's vegan. I was like, okay, cool. It's like, so it's not made with, you know, chicken broth, beef broth. Nope. I was like, okay. So then I, I get it and I bite and you can, there was a texture. It's like, this is not a bean. Yeah. You know, and I took the bite and I pulled it out. It's like, this is ham. This, this, <laughs> this is ham. You know what I'm I didn't eat it. It's like, I, I, I don't, I don't want to eat this. What, right. you know, what, what is this? And there was another time was a restaurant, one of my favorite restaurants to go for breakfast foods. Mm-hmm. And they, oh, they had this breakfast. I would always get the same breakfast because it was just good. It was, it was tofu that they scrambled with um, kale, these mm-hmm. spicy potatoes and garlic and yeah. onion it was it was really good right mm-hmm. and and they they were always really good you know they would just put a divider on the griddle this would be the side did it and then so you know go get there and i'm 
eating is like, wait, wait, is that what, what is this? <laughs> I pulled out and it was like a piece, it was like a little piece of sausage because in the regular one, they yeah. put chopped sausage in it. Oh. And so it was only one piece. And I was like, excuse me. And it's like, oh my gosh, we're so sorry. And it's like, yeah, yeah. So they ended up giving me the free breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Getting me another one, having a free breakfast. Yeah. So I have never intentionally mm-hmm. eaten something. And the one, the one time that really surprised me, and that's when I know, that's when I knew, yeah, I can't even have something that was had chicken cooked in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was in another country and we were at this chicken restaurant. And I knew, I mean, I was with a group, that's what they wanted. They wanted mm-hmm. something local. And so I, I just said to myself, well, I'll just get some French fries. That's no big deal. I'll just get some French fries mm-hmm. or the French fries, ate them. And then a little while later, I was feeling so sick. And then I was mm-hmm. thinking, you know what? One, those chickens are not like the chickens we have here <laughs> in the United States. True. And when they were cooking those chick, you know, they were, you know, just using the same grease for the chicken, for the fries, it was just because it was just a different kind of bacteria, different. And I, when I say bacteria, not like this was ooh, yeah. real, not caring. It's just in different countries, there's just different kind of bacteria mm-hmm. um, for the plants and things that people, you know, the, what animals are eating. And that's when I, that's almost like, okay, I can't even, I can't have anything that was fried. <laughs> while I was there and I didn't have anything else that was right that was there yeah. because it was that same reaction of when I have um when I have accidentally had some kind of meat but no I yeah no meat means no fish no chicken no pork oh no chicken broth and I've, I've I have had small arguments with people oh it's That's vegetables oh, it's gosh, vegetable the, soup the fish thing though oh yeah. yeah people say oh let's go to a restaurant i know a perfect right. place to go okay and i'm getting there it's like uh uh this is a seafood place well you said no meat so right. you can eat I'm fish like, right meat like, no. flesh. <laughs> sorry. So I say, look nothing that ever had a mama but yeah. i like what you say Nothing that poops. <laughs> yes, in some words, yes. Nothing that has a mom or poops. Yeah, nothing that has a mom or poops. If it has a face, no, <laughs> no, I don't eat it. <laughs> and no parts of it. No chicken yeah. broth. Oh well, just and when people say, oh, but oh, let's just have a little bit of ham, and it just pulled the ham out. It's not. No, <laughs> you don't get it. You do not and get it. Like I try to explain to people, like, okay, if I eat that, it'll be like I have the flu and food poisoning at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's what it's like. Yeah, that's what it feels like for like a good day because your body oh, yeah. is so used to. Not that if you go. Uh, plant-based that you can't go back to eating meat one day but it takes your body a while to adjust to eating meat again and processing yes meat again and so that's the process of (laughs) getting off of just strictly vegetables and plants and um fruits and all those other things uh that are just strictly plant-based um the same way that you kind of that your body kind of goes into i don't say goes into shock but kind of feels weird when you start going transitioning into a plant-based diet mm-hmm. it immediately goes into like oh my gosh you're trying to starve me right 
like right. this, we need this, we need this, you need to eat mm-hmm. this. Um, so you're reprogramming your body. And so if it's not, if you're not doing it progressively, it's a shock to your system and your body immediately tries to fix whatever is going on by completely flushing everything out. Right. And it's yeah. not a gentle flush. <laughs> no, no. It's like, oh, you gonna feel this. Right. <laughs> So for so for all those reasons, it's yeah. really for it's really for health, my health. Um, mm-hmm. It is because I feel better. I I can tell, even though every now and then I might have a little bit of dairy, just because sometimes it's an amazingly smelling vegan. I mean, not vegan, but cheese pizza with some <laughs> oh, just such a oh well. And when I was before my sister went vegan, we went to a restaurant taking some cooking lessons from an Italian chef right. i wasn't gonna tell him that i didn't want real butter right. or real cheese <laughs> it was a five-star vegan chef giving us personal personal cooking lessons oh no i'm right. gonna eat the cream and that that's good that's that's fine but i can tell i can tell the difference when i've mm-hmm. had dairy in my body it usually takes a day or two for my body to get back mm-hmm. um after that but sometimes you just gotta take one for the team yeah and desserts and and sometimes yeah because yeah. there there's i'm sorry people there just is not a good vegan german chocolate cake option no they're just or a, i've tried vegan creme brulee and i didn't like that either and i love creme brulee so 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 like, just so what you're hearing <laughs> is we're not legalistic no. but pretty pretty but but it but in saying that it's always our choice yeah. Of when we're going to have a little bit of dairy. Right. It's not someone, it's not that someone can say, Hey, but I hear you eat a little bit of dairy every now and then. So you need to eat this. Yeah. No, it's it's my choice. And it's mm-hmm. when I know how my my body is doing and what I'm ready for and 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 I'm wanting to wanting to do that. So yeah. So uh what would you now that you've shared your journey, what advice would you give to someone who is thinking about a plant-based diet or um, what I would what life? you know, I think the the advice that I would give is if possible, look in your circle and see if you know anyone mm-hmm. who is plant-based. And I say that just with the experience of uh, my friend helping out with cooking this weekend, almost her, her last words leaving out the house. It's like, oh, it is so good having vegan friends, right? <laughs> it is so good, so cool having vegan friends because yeah. she is six weeks into her being vegan and she went mm-hmm. like all in, oh, all, wow. all in being vegan. And she did it because she has lupus and mm-hmm. she was having migraine, migraines that were lasting a week. Wow. And she said since she has gone since she has given up meat and dairy, mm-hmm. she not had a migraine headache. Wow. And she used to have them quite regularly and they yeah. would be debilitating like keeping her in the bed and she couldn't function. Mm-hmm. And she said her life is totally different and there is no way that she's going to go back to eating meat and dairy. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's what that's my advice would be find a if there's a vegan friend or vegan or someone that you know that is vegan in your circle, just to mm-hmm. just to have a conversation about for real, for real, what is it like being vegan? If you don't have that, then I would say just try start off with one day a week. Start off with mm-hmm. one meal, then start off with a day, and you know Google 
vegan recipes yeah. on, on YouTube and watch how people make things. You can, mm -hmm. there's so much, so many vegans are out there doing cooking demonstrations on um, YouTube that you can learn how to make something and follow AP's blog. <laughs> go to Plant-Based We have lots of great yeah. recipes that are there that are for good, good food. Pe mm -hmm. They're for foodies, for people who like to eat. These yeah. are not food that's, it's, some of it takes a little bit of time to put together, but that's mm -hmm. because it's really good food. Yeah. So and that would be my advice. And you do the how-tos on the blog too, which yep. help break down kind of like simpler recipes and things where if you saw it in a recipe, you'll be like, well, I don't know how to press tofu and maybe you mm -hmm. don't have anybody to ask, or I don't know how to deal with jackfruit or tempeh, mm -hmm. um, or I don't know how to do something quick that my friends will enjoy. Um, one of the recipes mm -hmm. that are, the how-tos that you did were Sunny's red, sunny strawberries, which I thought was really yeah. cool because that's something super easy that you can make um, in the summertime that you can easily share with your friends and they won't even give it a second thought um, yeah. about eating it and you won't feel left out if you take it to a nope. party. So nope. uh, we have, like Mama Pay said, we have recipes that are definitely uh plant-based and you probably won't want to share them with people uh, but we also have much simpler ones that are easy to share uh, with your family and friends or things that you can take to family gathering mm -hmm. um, and not feel left out yep. or not feel like you're the random person at the table who can't eat anything there even though you are the person that mm -hmm. can't eat anything there at least you've brought things that other people wouldn't look at and say that doesn't belong on this table right uh, so right yeah, oh, yeah. So that would be my advice. Hey. Well, AP, this has been great. I, yeah. I love sharing my story here. <laughs> <laughs> I even learned some, some things about this story. <laughs> yes, you don't know me all the way just yet. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, high school, middle school, what? <laughs> I've been on this journey a long so time. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Um, well, I th thank you for sharing your journey. Uh, yeah, next time you're going to have to share your journey. Yes, I'll share my journey in the next episode. So stay tuned. Stay Come tuned. back next week. But until right. then, uh, if you're trying a plant-based diet, be sure to visit us. We have good things or, you know, visit some of your other uh, fun plant-based friends on YouTube or Instagram or TikTok or that you may just know personally. Ask yeah. them, can you cook with them? Yes, they'll say yes. They will say yes. They they'll will say, say yes. <laughs> they'll say yes and thank you. Right. Yes, please. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Planted. Planted is growing every day, and we would love for you to be on this journey with us. Subscribe to Planted through your podcast streaming site or visit us at plantbasedslay.com so you don't miss a weekly episode. Also, don't forget to follow us on IG at plantbasedslay for delicious recipes, wellness tips, and all the positive vibes. Okay, until next time.